This is Two Sisters. And a book. My name and is... We're super ex- we're super excited, aren't we? What is your name today? We know who you are. Go ahead, introduce yourself. My name is Janice Malillo, and we're in the month of May, and we all know what that means. And oh, here she goes again, her <laughs> birthday month. Lordy, lordy, lordy. And I am Carol Sue, and we are super pumped, super excited, super blessed, because what is today, Jan? Today is Wealth Wednesday, but you are going to be introducing our very first guest that we are so excited to have on today. Absolutely. And I I cannot believe where our journey has already taken us. And for those of you in our audience that have been really watching our journey, really watching, really, you know, it just really, the, the birth of it and how it's unfolding. And it's just, just amazing when you have passion, when you are excited, when you know you have, you have a vision and you have a story to share the amount that you just I do not feel like this is work at all. How about you, Jan? No, not work at all. In fact, I enjoy it so much just to see the evolution in a very, very short amount of time. As we all know that we've been, that we say often, you know, two sisters evolved uh, on April 23rd and here we are uh, May uh, 12th, no, I'm sorry, May 13th. And the actual podcast is only eight days old. We were originally featured on just two channels, Anchor and Spotify, and now we've been picked up by Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and as of last night, Pocket Cast. So how awesome is that? That is amazing. It's so exciting that and it's coming, you know, with all this joy because for those of you who know how I love Wednesday and there's two meanings to it. We call it Wellness Wednesday. We call it Wealth Wednesday or Wellness Wealth Wednesday. What do I mean by that? It is an amazing feeling when you can actually pay it forward, a financial exchange to a person, and it's a random act of kindness. And we talk about this over and over again. It's a money mindset. But what it does is it shows you the power of being helpful to other people, but an unsuspecting person. So while, yes, a lot of us already contribute to many great causes, great charities, Wealth Wednesday is truly about a random act of kindness. And I'm going to go live later because I think I'm actually going to go to Walmart. Should I wear my mask? Should I not? We're in Florida. Who knows? But I'm going to spread some Wealth Wednesday to an unsuspecting person. Will I know this person? Absolutely not. Because what I generally do, and when I talk about Wealth Wednesday, we're not talking about a dollar amount. So do not confuse that. It could be a dollar. It could be $5. And I think today I'm going to probably go down the baby aisle. So if you can imagine, what will I be doing down that baby aisle? Well, an unsuspecting mother, no doubt, will be buying a box of Pampers or whatever kind of diapers that she uses. I'm not sure which brand I'll pick today, but I'll just slip some bills in there. And what a joy that that mom will open up when she's thinking, she got to change her diaper, right? Absolutely. She finds a little note with a little bit of cash to do something nice for her. And that's really what Wealth Wednesday is all about. But enough of that because we're spreading all that joy, but we have such an amazing person that we want to share her journey. And she, actually, she's going to share her journey. And I want to introduce you to our very first two sisters and a book guest, right? And I have to tell you, first off, her name is Deborah Myers, 
And remember how I've been chatting about how I really utilized this quarantine time to really self-development. Janice and I both decided that we were really going to invest in us, invest in ourselves. And of course, I belong to it was 23, 24 days of the Rise Up Challenge, which I share with a lot of my audience, as well as A360. And I met this beautiful woman, Deborah, who is vibrant, who is, gosh, her journey is one that we cannot even cover it in 30 minutes. We just can't because we know she has so much information and sharedness to give all of you of goodness, of triumph, of joy, of tragedy, and it's all twisted in one. And guess what? It is better than a Netflix binge series because guess what? It's real life, real life. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce and let's give a nice round of applause and it's virtual, right? For Deborah Myers. Welcome, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and to be your first guest. That's so cool. And um, just to give a little bit of background to your listeners about my story, what what my journey has been, um, I was saved. Uh, I became a a believer in Christ at a young age um, when I was 12 years old. And it got mixed up with the wrong crowd at the age of 17. And I ended up spending 25 years, most of my adult life, in heavy drug addiction, in and out of jails, in and out of abusive relationships, living in poverty, many times on the streets, a lot of a lot of couch hopping. And um, I'm so grateful for the foundation that I had, you know, a family that had me in in church and and going to church camp and and instilling those um, values in me, even though they were they were somewhere in the back there. I wasn't I wasn't living like that, but um, I knew whenever I was when I just couldn't live like that any longer. I just and so that's where I turned and and thank God I'd had that exposure and I knew where to turn because. Christ set me free from all of that, and in just a few short years, I have become prosperous as a real estate investor. I have an ideal marriage. I have healthy relationships. I've experienced divine healing. I've uh, I've actually been able to achieve every dream that God has put on my heart. I mean, that's that's kind of why I'm known as the dream achiever because everything that I have had in my heart that I've set out to do or accomplish or have or be, I've received it. And so um, most recently uh, in my real estate investment career, I was focusing on Airbnb properties. I had a portfolio of them and with the, the COVID virus, that business came crashing down. And I had been praying that God would give me a platform to really um, help people and their struggles to get set free from things that they, they are in bondage to. Um, it might not be as severe as drug addiction or, or poverty or that kind of thing, but, but I think there's many, many Christians that still have struggles and they are in bondage to different things and can't get out of condemnation or guilt. Um, and then, you know, also to help people uh, to receive their covenant promises. You know, they're, they're promised wealth and healing and, and prosperity and, 
and all of these things, but so many people don't walk in that. And so that's, that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm doing now. And, and I feel like God blessed me with this failed Airbnb business to put me in this path much sooner than what I thought. I figured it would be when I was a really old lady. So <laughs> well, you are not old Deborah by any means. And you know, that is really just showing you the power of what you can achieve. But you know, when we chatted, you had really given us some insights as to a decision that you made, which I think that most people in their teens, in their you know early adult life, can really relate to, especially if you are in that school age, which I mean by high school and or college, where how many of us just make that decision to go to a party? And we've actually labeled or actually titled this episode as one party, right? Is that what we call it? One party? That one party. That one party. And it so resonated with us because we've all been there. And you were actually presented that, which really goes back to now you're going to actually take us through your journey way, way from the, from the beginning of where your journey actually does start. Yeah. Was with that one party. Right. Um, you know, I had, um, I had issues with, um, wanting to be loved. You know, my parents had divorced. My biological father gave me up for adoption. He relinquished his parental rights. And then I was adopted, um, by my mom, my mom's second marriage, you know, her husband, her high school sweetheart, he adopted me. But when they ended up divorcing, his family really pushed me out of their lives. And, um, so I was looking for love and I, I had always struggled with weight. And so, you know, I just, I, I, when I would get around a group of people and especially if there were guys there, I just loved their attention and I would really do almost anything, you know, to get them to give me attention. And, and I remember that one party that I went to, I should say the first party where I was introduced to meth and, um, I had smoked some, some pot, you know, and, and did some drinking. But when I was turned on to that drug, which is so evil, I, I thought that this was, uh, something, a miracle in my life because it helped me to not eat. You know, I was able to lose weight and that gave me energy. And then I was so accepted by this new group of people that were into it. And, um, so, you, you know, it was just that one decision. Of course, nobody ever does something like that thinking that it's going to lead to 25 years of drug addiction. I mean, I, I just can't, and, and there's so many young women that really kind of fall into that. And it's not, like you said, it's not something that you, you set out that, you know, what the end game is going to be. You're you, right. We all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. Right. Right. And I think that's a good, uh, uh, such a great message that self love has to come first. And I think you actually learned that through your journey. Well, and, and one of the, the, the big, the key things that, that I've learned through my journey. And one of the things that, that I talk about and help people with in my coaching program is knowing your identity in Christ. 
and and what that means. And I was reading this story uh, from a lady from out of Australia. I don't remember her name, but it was it was really fantastic, and it made me think about this very thing. And she talks about a circus bear that had been in a cage its whole life, a, a very small enclosure, and it, it it spent its life just walking back and forth, a few feet one way, a few feet the next way, and and a bunch of activists got together and and protested, and so they ended up taking this bear into the wild and releasing it. And when they let the bear out of the cage, he walked a few feet and then turned around and walked a few feet. He continued to, to, to act like he was still behind bars. He did not know what to do with his newfound freedom. And I think that's what a lot of believers do. You know, they don't realize that, they, that, they're, that they're free. You know, we're conditioned to feel like we are in guilt and shame and we remain in that condition no matter what, even though God has said, once we put our faith in him that we're no longer guilty it's just we continue to think that we are you know where we're still stuck in our past experiences and mistakes sometimes we even feel like how dare we believe that that we can be that we can even call ourselves righteous right because because we're that's just too good for us and we don't we don't deserve that but that matters You know, scripture tells us that confidence in God, if we have confidence in God and we ask him for anything, that that we can receive it. But if we still go around thinking that we're condemned, we're walking in guilt and shame, then we don't have confidence. We don't have confidence towards him. And, you know, that the reason that that mattered is it matters is because that guilt and that shame, that lack of sanctification it's a constant battle and and that's what the enemy wants us to do is keep all of our energy and focus on that instead of in the faith and the good works that God wants us to walk in so so we never realize our destiny we can't we can't walk out the the good things that God has for us because we continue staying in that guilt and shame so Knowing your identity in Christ has been a, a big a big key thing in letting me be able to get set free and to walk in that freedom. Not I know, and I think so many people don't realize that they are worthy. You know, we're, we're all human beings. We're born in his like, but what makes us different is we, we have choice. You know, we have the freedom of choice, but sometimes we don't always make the right choices. Could be from background could be from maturity could be from age but when we really embrace that we're all worthy regardless of our past discretions mistakes kind of curves in the journey of our life once we really accept that we are worthy i think it's part of the healing process so how long if you don't mind me asking how long did it you know, obviously you're on this path, you, you went to that party, take us through, you know, a typical day or how long that journey, uh, and the struggles that came with realizing the power that this drug had over you. Well, I, I like I said, I, I spent 25 years in drug addiction and, and, and it, it was a progressive thing. 
you know, it didn't just start out me trying it. And then the next day I'm on the streets and, you know, getting arrested. (laughs) It was a progressive thing. I, um, one of the things that I really dealt with a lot of, of guilt over was my daughter. I had a daughter, um, at the age of 17. So I was a very young mother and then I got involved in all of this stuff. And, um, I always knew that that was not something I wanted her to be around. And so thank goodness. Um, you know, my mom, wonderful, virtuous woman was always there when I would send Taylor to stay with her, you know, for a while. And, and, and I would try to get cleaned up and then I'd mess up again. So Taylor would go back and kept her for a significant portion of her life growing up. And thank good that set free. And she and I, we were able to, to heal in our relationship and her writing me a letter at one time and saying, you know, um, mom, I think, yeah, I'm so afraid that you're not going to ever see me graduate or, or anything that you're going to be dead. And, and it totally ripped my heart out. And then 10 years ago, she passed away from an asthma attack. And, and that right, you know, it brought up all of those years that I'd missed with her and that, that I was walking down that, that path and neglecting being a mom, you know? And, um, so that was, that was very, very difficult. But, um, one thing that I've had to do and that also contributes to the healing is forgiveness. Not only, you know, forgiving other people, but forgiving myself. And, you know, the spirit of, for the spirit of unforgiveness is always followed closely by the spirit of deception. So when you're walking in unforgiveness, you have a veil over your eyes. You cannot see the truth if it's inches in front of your face. And so whenever you are unwilling to give, you know, to forgive others or yourself, you're walking in deception. And that deception can keep you in bondage to so many different things. Like I said, not just, not just drug addiction. Um, you know, there's some people that, that battle with temper, you know, or, or alcohol or food, or, I mean, there's so many different things that, that people can be in bondage to. And so that's another one of the keys that, that we talk about in, in my coaching program is, is the power of forgiveness, you know, for yourself and for others. Wow, and that's so, Jan, don't you think that is just so impactful? It's it's more than impactful because for the heart, for the soul, to release that takes a lot of insight, a lot of insight work, and to have come up up on the other side and have gratitude for what you've been through and to inspire others as you do every day with your company live well with purpose I'm just like you know it kind of it takes my breath away you know forgiveness goes a long way having gratitude for what you've been for to impact other lives that's amazing 
It surely is. And I, you know, obviously touched me. My son is, uh, battle with recovery and he also uh, has a severe case of asthma so when you said that I literally my chest my chest just like sunk in and I wasn't expecting that piece I'm not gonna lie yeah well and and so many people when I've shared that with them they have said oh my gosh I didn't know that somebody could die from asthma yeah it's it's a it's a very bad thing she had it severely ever since she was little bitty it was not unusual to take her to the hospital or her to have to call the ambulance she was 29 years old and she had called the ambulance but they just didn't get to her in time and um and so like i said that was her death was probably the the hardest thing in my life i've ever dealt with and it and it really the getting over forgiving myself for the years that that we lost together that was that was a big one, you know. But that was that was a big thing that that God showed me in my own life, you know, was um, that I couldn't see the truth. I couldn't. I, I, I when I was keeping that unforgiveness, that that kind of kept an anger and a bitterness inside of me. And in order to to be released from that, I had to I had to forgive. And that right there is a process too. You know that that's it's sometimes it's it's done minute by minute. Absolutely, and I'm sure different different times of the year it probably affects you, you know you more. Mm-hmm. And I always say, with tragedies, with you know our journeys pivoting one way to the other, kind of going up on that roller coaster that we always have to be open, not only to the Lord and to our faith, but to truly understand that, you know, God doesn't give us any more than we can handle. I truly believe that I live my life by that because I think it takes a special person to actually go through that experience and, you know, through the, through the grace of God and faith and health and wellness, be able to now share that journey and that story because it's going to be so impactful. And I truly believe we're all here on this earth to be impactful to one another, to share our journeys, because it's going to touch different people at different times. And I truly right. believe that your daughter is, she's right. She's in your heart. She's definitely in your heart, mm-hmm. but she's on your shoulder. She's guiding you. I, I feel that. Well, I, I know that she's in a, a much better place and she's no longer suffering with that. And, uh, and I know that I'll see her again someday. And that is my comfort. And so, I, you know, that's one of the things that in my, my new business, Live Well With Purpose, and, and me coaching and mentoring others, which I'd already been doing for several years, you know, just organically, people just come to me. And, and you know, I've, because of the things that I've gone through, I've been able to, to share with those or others and, and help them. And, and um, But through this, this business, I... I think that there's a, um, a message of hope, you know, no matter what tragedies that people have gone through and, and, and everybody, you know, life is fair like that. We, we all get our share of tragedies and mistakes and, and problems and issues and, and all of that, you know, but, but, um, as long as you have faith in Christ and you really know him and know his word, because that's the other thing, if you don't know what you're believing, and why you're believing it, 
you're you're like taking a trip without a map or a GPS. You know, you're just going down roads. You have no idea what direction you're going. So you have to know what you believe and why you believe it. And so that's why the Word of God plays such a big uh, a, a big place in my life. You know, I'm, I'm, I spend hours every day in, in the Bible and learning um, what His Word says. And, and you know, that that keeps me on the right path. That keeps me grounded. And, and you just, you have to know the truth. You have to know. You have to, um, you know, there's so many, there's so many things out there that people can get pulled this way or that. There's so many different belief systems and, and, and unbelief systems. And so it's very easy to be tossed back and forth and, and to get caught up in things that sound spiritual, but they're not. And so that's why, you know, like I said, you have to know, you have to know the truth. So why don't you share with our audience a little bit, you know, you say you've obviously you're successful at real estate. You turned your life around Mm -hmm. through the blessings of the spirit and the Lord and really locking arms with people that were going to help mentor you and develop who you are today. Now you are, you're starting this venture with this new job. Because like I said, you, you're, you're a very successful real estate agent, real estate, right? I'm not an, I'm not an agent. I've never been licensed or anything like that. I've just done. Um, and I won't say I'm, I'm real high level as an, as an investor, but it seems like every time I need the resources for something, a deal drops in my lap that has, that has really prospered me for what, what I need and, and equipped me and given me the resources and, and, uh, you know, the finances that we need. And, and we've continued to grow, my husband and I, we've continued to grow financially. And and there's also spiritual principles behind that as well that I share in my coaching program. Um, one thing, I know that we're getting close to the end of the time. And one thing that I do want to share with your, your listeners of this podcast is I have um, put together a special offer for every one of your listeners. If they go to coached abundance c-o-a-c-h-e-d abundance.com coached abundance.com they can sign up for two weeks of free group coaching wow thank you so much a perfect day our first guest it's wealth wednesday this could not have come at a better time deborah that is amazing and for our listeners we are going to make sure that uh that link is actually going to be on our two sisters in a book Facebook page. So we're going to make sure that we do put that link in there for those because this is what this is about, you know, sharing and helping others. And if you, what would be the one thing that you could share with your audience of why they should seek you out? Well, you know, like I said, I've, I've, come through so much and I feel like it wasn't for nothing that God has put it on my heart that I'm to use all of that to help others. And, and like I said, there's different things that people deal with, but it's the same spiritual principles that, that can help them that have helped me. And so I just want to get to know people on a more personal basis and, and really help them develop the plan to walk in abundance in every area of life, the way I've been blessed. And so, um, so that's what, 
that's what I'm doing and that's that's where my passion is you know I, I like I said I, I prayed about this for years but I really thought it would be when I was a really old lady and so I'm I'm so excited that that God has let me do this at this time in my life and I, I think that I can really help people to um, put together a plan personally for their lives and and they can whether it be healing whether it be financial prosperity whether it be uh, a more fulfilling marriage or relationships with others what whatever it might be God has a God has a way to achieve that and so that's that's what I want to help people with is, is finding that that path Wow, that is amazing, and we are, Janice and I are so blessed. I'm going to let Jan kind of close things out and give your thoughts uh, as to what you've kind of heard, but I have to tell you, for, for me personally, you've touched my heart, you've touched my soul. I I firmly believe that God, God puts people in our lives for a reason, and I'm so blessed for the Rise Up Challenge in A360, and that is how we met. I can foresee that we would definitely have you back on, mm-hmm. definitely for another podcast, because you have so much it. to share. And Jan, you give your closing, your closing statement, share, whatever, and I'm just, I'm tongue-tied at this point. I hear you loud and clear. What always strikes me, especially the times that, you know, we've been blessed to speak with you, and it's only really been a couple times, is you really, you not only live well with purpose, it is with everything that you do, with your heart, your soul, and the people that reach out to you. And my sister and I are just so overwhelmed with joy right now, especially offering our listeners a two-week free coaching. And folks, you know, Wealth Wednesday has brought about a live well with your purpose. It's always in your best interest to live well with purpose, whatever that means to you. What is in your heart? What is in your soul? Look deep to that and make that commitment to yourself. We want to remind you that Deborah Myers definitely will be back and we will make sure that you have all of her information. But for now, we are asking you on Wealth Wednesday to live well with purpose. On that note, my name is Janice Malillo. And I'm Carol Sue Ream. And we are two sisters. And a book. Signing off for now. Thank you so much and have a great day. Don't forget to like and follow our Facebook Facebook page.